1: Job speaks of the finality of death. Man, who is born of woman, is short lived and full of turmoil. Like a flower, he comes forth and withers. He also flees like a shadow and does not remain. You also open your eyes on him and bring him into judgment with yourself. Who can make the clean out of the unclean? No one. Since his days are determined, the number of his months is with you, and his limits you have set so that he cannot pass. Turn your gaze from him that he may rest until he fulfills his day like a hired man for there is hope for a tree when it is cut down that it will sprout again and its shoots will not fail though its roots grow old in the ground and its stump dies in the dry soil at the scent of water it will flourish and put forth sprigs like a plant but man dies and lies prostrate. man expires and where is he As water evaporates from the sea and a river becomes parched and dried up, so man lies down and does not rise until the heavens are no longer. He will not awake nor be aroused out of his sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol, that you would conceal me until your wrath returns to you, that you would set a limit for me and remember me. If a man dies, will he live again? All the days of my struggle, I will wait until my change comes. You will call and I will answer you. For you, you will long for the work of your hands. For now, you number my steps. You do not observe my sin. My transgression is sealed up in a bag and you wrap up my iniquity. But the falling mountain crumbles away and the rock moves from its place. Water wears away stones. Its torrents wash away the dust of the earth. So you destroy man's hope. You forever overpower him, and he departs. You change his appearance and send him away. His sons achieve honor, but he does not know it. Or they become insignificant, but he does not perceive it. But his body pains him, and he mourns only for himself. There's quite a few times in here where Job is pretty close, but he's just almost there Uh, because there's that one piece that he just he doesn't know he doesn't really comprehend so he's talking about the fact that death is that's it you know with 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 even trees that are organic you can cut them down and then there's still hope that they could sprout again just at the hint of there being moisture moisture is what's giving them that life it's that life-giving nutrient that they need well just at that scent the slightest hint of moisture and it can flourish again but with man when we die he's saying that's it we're like a dried up river it's over But see he's missing a piece there because we know that when the water evaporates and goes up into the sky it comes back down as precipitation and you know maybe it's the snow up in the mountains and then uh, that melts and then it comes back and refills the river Uh, that's closer to what's in Ecclesiastes where he says that there's nothing new under the sun. It just continues to cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle. But we don't have a future of the same cycle. We have the future of new. We have a newness in death. And in fact, that is where Ecclesiastes, when in Ecclesiastes he says there's nothing new under the sun. But there's everything new under heaven. Under heaven, which means God's kingdom. Under a life that is submitted and committed to God, there is new. Our flesh may die, but our spirit lives on for eternity. And then here you can see Job also says that when you pour out your wrath, basically as you cast judgment, God... Hide me. Hide me away in Sheol, in the pit. Hide me so that I don't have to face your wrath until it returns to you. Keep me guarded. And, you know, he's really close. If God's going to protect his people, the ones that, that are the, seen as righteous and found in him, he will protect them from his wrath, just like he's done throughout history in the Bible. You can see every time he takes his chosen people And he protects them from the wrath that he pours out, but then he puts them back down. Now, he says, to protect me from your, or until your wrath returns to you. But then from that point, again, we have a newness. We have a new new life. And that's a kingdom, heaven, eternity. And so... um, He's so close. He's right on with so many things. But God is, it's almost as God is sitting there going, I have the answer for you. Just ask me. Stop whining. Stop complaining. And remember to trust me. So, Father, thank you that you do have an answer. And you've got the answer for us. And I just pray that we can stop with our complaining, we can stop with our worry and concern. We could cast all fear aside and just trust you and know that you are in control. We give you that control. You don't need us to give it to you uh, for this earth, but you need us to give it to you for our lives. Because if we hold on to it, we're wasting it away. And it's so much better in your hand. So, Father, I give you control. And um, I just am so thankful that you do Within your w- the will for your kingdom, our best interest is in your heart. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or. Uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word. And, uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org.